Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and we're waiting on Robin Boyd. We're having some technical difficulties, but until we get Robin on the line, I would like to talk to you about Operation Gratitude, because they are gearing up right now in November and December is when they put out a lot of their care packages. Now, Operation Gratitude, for those who don't uh, aren't familiar with them, they're the guys, one of the groups, that send those care packages to our U.S. military. Now, on the Operation Gratitude site, you can request a package. So if you're listening today and you have a service member uh, in your family and you'd like to send a care package to them, you simply go to operationgratitude.com, just like it sounds, and ask them to uh, deliver a, fam- a package to one of your family members. Now, there's an individual request form and a group request form so you can make sure that everybody's involved. Now, these care packages are really amazing, and I've had the pleasure of going to uh, the armory with Operation Gratitude and, and uh, stuff these care packages and they contain food and magazines and and different items sometimes there's books there's ebooks there are uh, books that are on those little USB sticks uh, have been in there really cool stuff and uh, so if you're in the Los Angeles area and you want to go to the armory in Van Nuys and participate in the packaging of these items it is really fun it's really cool and there's lots of veterans there the thing that I experienced when I was there was watching a lot of these World War II veterans come in, yeah, World War II, in their wheelchairs, rolled in with their family members, and they were sitting at the table hand-addressing these care packages so that they go right to the service members and their families. Um, They look, you know, hand-delivered. And there's cool stuff in there. There's like hats and scarves and neck gaiters, and they put survival bracelets in there. We put Beanie Babies in there and socks, uh, black, brown, green, tan, not white, uh, DVDs and CDs and video games and energy bars and lip balm and dental kits and um, pens and water bottles. I mean, there's just a million different items that go in here, and they're really, really cool care packages, and they're really well-received by the troops. Now, you can request a care package for a service member or a troop. You can also get involved by, if you're in the Los Angeles area, coming to uh, the Armory, and those dates and times are on their website, operationgratitude.com. You can donate. You can give money, because we have to pay $15 a box to have them shipped overseas. Now, there's also another cool way uh, to uh, participate this year that hasn't been in years past is the Operation Gratitude wish list on 
on Amazon. So it's really cool. You can just go to Amazon.com, do Operation Gratitude's wish list, and there you can buy like apple cider tea, protein bars. You can buy dental floss. Uh, Young Frankenstein is one of the <laughs> the movies that is being offered. There's Pocket Sudoku. There's uh, different um, high performance caps. There's nuts and spices. The Untouchables, uh, Goodfellas, The Shawshank Redemption, Happy Gilmore. You know, five bucks to send Happy Gilmore over there so people can watch it. And Tommy Boy and Airplane. I mean, there's just some really really cool things that that you can buy for five bucks, or you can buy a toothbrush for a couple dollars. You can use your Amazon Prime free shipping and have it sent over there. So you know, whatever you want to do, however you want to participate, it's super fun. And I think we have Robin right now. Robin, are you with us? I am. Hi there. (laughs) So I was like blabbing on about Operation Gratitude because one of the cool things that they're doing this year, and I have an Amazon Prime account, and you've heard me talk about Mm -hmm. how great Amazon Prime is because it ships to a lot of different FPOs and uh, bases, but they have put up a wish list this year on Amazon, so if you want to support uh, the gift boxes that go out to our service men and women, you can go to Amazon and type in, you find someone's wish list is right up in the upper right-hand corner, so you type in Operation Gratitude, and they have some cool things on there. They've got like Young Frankenstein, the movie. These are five-buck movies. The Untouchables, Goodfellas, The Shawshank Resemble. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, which are like some of my favorite movies, Tommy Boy, I Never Grew Up, Airplane. But you yeah. can send them toothpaste, you can send them, you know, um, shaving cream, and you know, you can control what you're spending and you can control what you're spending your money on. And I know there's people out there like me who don't like to give cash. I'm just funny that way. And I know that they need $15 a box to ship these boxes over there. But if you're uncomfortable feeling, you know, sending cash or uncomfortable, you can now go on Amazon and buy some of these things. Like I saw the herbal tea and I thought, oh, Rob, how cool would that be if you and I were serving? Because we have tea and we Skype, we could have tea and just, you know, it's like whatever's meaningful to you. And there's lots of different products on there, lots of different price ranges. And how cool is it that, that, um, that Operation Gratitude is helping people uh, control for the control freaks out there. What goes in the boxes? Well, it's really smart of them to to develop this because everybody is on Amazon. Well, except me, but (laughs) I haven't got one yet. But um, so tell me again, when they, um, when you go to Amazon, you can search somebody's wish list by just typing in their name. Is that how you do it? That's it. In this case, you go like upper in the upper right-hand corner, right yeah. under where the Amazon shopping cart is. There's a little search box that says "Find Someone's Wish List," or you oh, can just search awesome. "Wish List Operation yeah. Gratitude." That's and so it, cool. Yeah, so it comes up, and you know they send 100,000 care packages filled with snacks and entertainment items, and you know we we drive the personal um, letters. You know, I've done those campaigns okay. with the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts oh, to bring yeah. personal letters. Um, but you can send them Captain America, Days of Future Past, you know, the X-Men. I mean, these are really great movies that can be included. Now, you can send socks. They do need socks, large, you know, women's large, men's large, dark brown. So if you really want 
to buy socks. Like my mom used to buy socks for us for Christmas. So mm-hmm. my mom would be able yeah. to buy socks and send them to the service members. But the other thing that's cool about these stuff is they're all vetted. So when you're not sure what to donate or what to send, um, Carolyn Blaschek and her group went through this group and picked out these things on the win the wish list because they're sunscreen towelettes. Like how mm-hmm. cool is that? 25 pack, you know, for 15 bucks, you can protect their skin or help them, you know, you know, when they're over in the deserts, you know, there's beer nuts. How fun is that? You can send a pack of beer nuts and a movie, um, over there, or you can send, you know, these cool little, uh, little, um, skincare creams, you know, the utterly smooth, you know, the cow stuff. Mm-hmm. How fun would that be for our servicemen and women, you know, to get some of these things in there instead of having us be dependent just on what's donated to us by big companies? How about reaching out into the community and send them some perky jerky? (laughs) Just the name of these products, you know, get them some cranberries. Um, You know, we all know what those are good for with women. And, and, um, you know, there's cooling wipes that you can send them. You can give them some itch relief packages, you know, things, chapstick, Blistex, um, you know, little almond packages are on there. There's so many cool things here that you can shop for that our service member, you know, can use. And they have, they picked out these little beagle beanie babies for seven bucks and some card games. I mean, for, you know, 20 bucks, you can send 12 sets of playing cards to our service members. Think about how much fun people can have with those. That's wonderful. I think it's also great because then they can focus on the things that they do need or the things that they are not getting enough of. Because if, let's say, they wanted to put beer nuts in every single one, but maybe we in the public didn't think to send beer nuts, you know, they can be at least getting more of the things that they know are the either the favorites or the things that they need to round out these packages. Because when you're selling the million, sending the million packages that they are, it's really important to keep a consistent and quality package, which they do. Well, yeah, and consistent. It's like the packages all contain different things. And that's actually kind of fun, Rob, because the guys come back when they come to my Toys for Tots parties. I talk mm-hmm. to them like, oh, what'd you get in your packages last year? And what did you like? Yeah, and what did yeah, you like? Yeah. And, you know, they trade stuff and, you know, and it creates a whole little community within itself. Um, but the two things that I know they always talk about, they like, there's these little Starbucks ready brew Italian roast coffees and oh, they're like yes, 30 bucks for those. a 50 yeah. box. You know, and they totally dig those. And then the emergency, you know, that emergency, you know, vitamin C stuff you drink. Mm, yeah. You can get 30 packages for 13 bucks and get them sent overseas without having to pay the overseas shipping. Let Operation Gratitude do that, knowing that for 13 bucks you can make 30 people happy, or for 20 bucks you can make 50 people happy. Just with some of these cool little things being put in their, in their boxes. I mean, I just think it's so much fun. I would be on here all day shopping for servicemen and women, <laughs> and I wouldn't be sending them a toothbrush, but they're on there there too. They need those. By all means, they need those. It's wonderful. Um, and what a great idea for them. Now, did you already talk about going to the website to see some of I the did. other things that might be suggested? Because their website is just so impressive. You see those pictures. You, you see other ways that you can help, um, whether it's selling, a, you know, if you've got an old car that you're you're going to be getting rid of, whether it's, um, do they still do the phone exchange if you've got an old phone and you've upgraded your phone? Can you send um, do that too? Those kinds of I, things. 
we don't think about. You think, oh, you know, we're just we're getting a new phone. But to be able to do the recycle, that's really important. You know, I don't know if they're doing the recycled cars anymore, but I do know that they're doing, um, you know, letter writing campaigns. They have a battalion yep. buddy program. They're looking for handmade uh, scarves and ties. They do take cell phones. I guess, yeah, they do. There's a donate your car button. So, yep. um, and then there's yep. the Girl Scout troop to troop thing um, yep. that you've been part of in getting the troops to get their cookies. Now, mm-hmm. we've got a minute before break, Rob, so I'm going to talk about our upcoming guest. He's a really neat guy. He's a seasoned veteran, military um, family, uh, has been in the military, so he's a military brat. I'm not going to give away who his family is. We're going to find out that more after the break, but we're going to be visiting with Dave Anderson of Anderson Leadership Solutions. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Welcome to The Quip with Miriam Nicole Huffman, a modern woman's guide to styling her faith, family, and finances. The online radio show dedicated to today's positive, purpose-driven woman who's ready to heal her heart, her head, and her household by realigning with what she values most. If your highest values are faith, family, finances, and freedom, you're in the right place. Host Miriam Nicole Huffman is a woman on a mission. Her mess to success journey has taken her from life as an upper-middle-class stay-at-home mom to a broke single mom to living a life of joy and wholeness as she builds a thriving business while raising her healthy, happy family. Every week on The Quip, Miriam Nicole shares her love, life, legal, and lifestyle success secrets. Whether it's wisdom you're seeking, inspiration and motivation from someone who's hit rock bottom and risen to success, or you want to know how to fully align your faith, family, and finances to create more freedom for yourself, you're an Excellent hands with Miriam Nicole. Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player to the right or check our recent guests in the blog below. Got a question for Miriam Nicole? Want to be a guest on her show? Email us at thequip at miriamnicolehuffman.com. And join us every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo 
and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Military Mom Talk Radio with Robin Boyd. And, Robin, this is so exciting for me today because every time we bring on a new topic to discuss, I feel like it just opens up big avenues uh, for communication. And today we're going to talk about second careers. What happens when you leave the military and, and you know join the civilian workforce? And it's really hard, I think, for the whole family. It's part of that transitioning to yet another new normal. Absolutely. And I think this is so important because sometimes you do have um, somewhat of a direction, but you're not sure how to get there. And I think that's always anybody's difficulty is you may have a vision, but that transition from where you're at to where you want to be is so challenging. Well, yeah, and I look at some of these, you know, the, some of the groups that we've had on, you know, for military transition to civilian life, and they, you know, you plug in your MOS, and then it spits out, you know, some possible careers for you, and, you know, I understand yeah. that they're doing the best that they can with it, but what happens when you're, you know, high-ranking, or you're, you know, you've been in there a long time, and you've achieved a certain level of leadership? That's why I'm really excited to bring on uh, Dave Anderson today, because he owns a company called uh, Anderson Leadership. Leadership Solutions, and he comes from a very decorated military family. He's got his own creds uh, just from his own experience, which I'm going to have him talk about. He's a different kind of military brat, but he's one of the people that I see blazing pathways for our leadership professionals in the military to transition well into civilian life. So without further ado, I'd like to bring on Dave Anderson of Anderson Leadership Solutions. Dave, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Sandra, and uh, thank you, Robin. I appreciate both of you having me on today. Um, Dave, you made a transition yourself, and you've made a name for yourself as a leadership expert. But prior to that, you come from a military family, and you have your own military uh, credibility uh, stuck in your back pocket, I'm sure, when you walk out the door. Can you share a little bit with our listeners about your family and about your experience? Absolutely. Um, my background is this. I'm an Army brat. Uh grew up uh, moving around my early years, but my father uh, ended up uh, retiring as a general from the Army, And his, but his last 24 years he served at West Point as the head of the physical education department at West Point. And uh, I, so I grew up right there at the, at, on base, 
And then when high school was over, I decided West Point was the way I was going to go, and I served in the military, served in the first Gulf War. And uh, then after the first Gulf War, I I left the military and went into uh, my corporate my corporate job and spent 20 years with the same company uh, before I started Anderson Leadership Solutions here just about three years ago. So you grew up living, breathing leadership, truly, you know, like it's in your bones, it's in your pores. You had your own experience and then you worked in corporate America. So you know what it's like, you know, we get a lot of letters, we get a lot of emails, Mm -hmm. especially from the military wives saying, oh my God, it's so hard to go from from military life to civilian life. I think of my friends who left uh, Camp Pendleton and went to Pepsi and they were all going bananas in the middle, you know, in the beginning because the, the, the culture is very different. It is. And the thing that uh, I think uh, most veterans, after they're gone, one of the things we miss most is the camaraderie that comes along with being in the military. And it it, it is a very different culture that's there. Um, And, you know, having grown up in that culture and believing in the military culture and growing up at West Point where, I mean, you're just steeped in history. There's a statement they say about uh, West Point that – the, much of the history we teach was made by people we taught. And, uh, you know, you think about, you know, General Lee, General Grant, General Eisenhower, General Patton. We have, we have uh, presidents. Uh, we have Eisenhower as our president. We have Grant as a president. We have Schwarzkopf. We have people in today's Army that we don't even know about yet who are poised to lead our country in the next decade and decades to come. And uh, that's a unique place. And the military is a unique place to breed leaders, and it's a type of leadership that's so needed in our corporate world, but so misunderstood at the same time. And what I do a lot of is trying to help people, whether it be corporations, understand the type of leadership that uh, individuals from the military can bring to the table or help military people understand how to translate their leadership experiences to the corporate world – Bring these people together because the type of leadership that goes on in the military uh, and the values that the military holds dear is really needed in, uh, in corporate America today. It really is, Dave, you know, and I spent a lot of time, um, you know, teaching leadership and I, I brought leadership of all things, uh, a military style uh, leadership to real estate. You know, you talk mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, a misnomer kind of thing because you think of real estate agents as free spirits and, and they are free spirits. But at the end of the day, you know, these real estate companies are a corporation and leadership was badly needed. But you're right. There was kind of like there needs to be almost like a bridge or a transfer translator between you know corporate america and the military so that you can you can really get the best of both worlds working together to really really do a great job i agree and and you know the thing is they are a lot of uh, former military people out there in positions who are attempting to do that and to help uh, veterans who are currently in that transition phase preparing preparing for uh their next uh role in now in the civilian world in their next leadership role and the what so many people think uh incorrectly about the about the military is leadership leadership is all about rank and what they don't realize is what i don't care if you're e1 or e2 or you're uh or you're up there at the general rank there is 
leadership and leadership expectations that are put on all of us, no matter what our rank is coming out of the military. And that is a unique thing. You could be a 25-year-old uh, E5 or E4 leaving the military, and you have so much more leadership experience than any of those people that you'd be competing against for a job who maybe just went straight to college or maybe just went straight to work. Uh, and that is a unique thing about each individual person's story who comes from the military that businesses need to understand, and we need to help veterans understand how to translate that to the corporate world. Dave, let me ask you, as you were wrapping up your military career, were you finding challenges to find your place in the corporate world and therefore was the inception of your business because you realized what you were learning was going to benefit others? You know the interesting thing, Sandra. I think I had I was, it was very favorable to me uh, when I when I left the corporate world. There was uh, in the, the industry I went into, which was the pharmaceutical industry, was heavily recruiting from the military. Uh, that's not the case anymore, but at the time it was. So there was a, already a large military influence and people who understood the values that the military people uh, bring brought to the table. What really started to stir me was when I started to think about life after my big corporate job, uh, my job with a big corporation, when I started to look at other businesses and talking to people in other businesses and talking to veterans and uh, and figuring out how misunderstood they often felt. And actually just just uh using things like linkedin i'm on linkedin and i you know i have my twitter account was which is dave anderson 88 and doing informal surveys of veterans who are now in the corporate world and i ask them questions like what are the most common mis- misconceptions that civilians have about military leadership and i realized that there the same things were coming up over and over again where they felt like it was a very top-down uh, orientation. And really the civilian world kind of looks at the old movie Patton and believes that's the way all the military is, and it just kind of makes me laugh. And anybody in the military knows that you're not going to have that type of autocratic leadership. Uh, if you are that type of leader, you're not going to last very long uh, with today's soldiers because they're way too smart for that. Um, but, you know, the – when we got in, but it's so many companies, there are certain industries that tend to lend itself to uh, to working with veterans easily because there are already veterans in there and they and they have that understanding. But starting my company and realizing that the leadership principles that I learned from my dad first of all, and then from uh, West Point, and then my experiences leading soldiers, and then uh, really transcended just military. Uh, these are ancient principles of leadership that it doesn't matter where you come from, military background or you don't, stuff works. And that's the big, that's the thing. It works. And whatever we're doing, a lot of people are doing right now that when without the uh, military values involved, that stuff's not working very well. And we need our veterans to have the ability to communicate that, to step into leadership uh, situations and lead uh lead us into the future. I, I really believe that is, we have a great generation coming up. And uh, the greatest generation, as I've said in my talks when I speak, uh, running my business, Anderson Leadership Solutions, I get the opportunity to speak to different civilian groups and military groups at times. And I remind people that the greatest generation wasn't called the greatest generation until they, after they'd been out of the military for 50 years. So uh, 
our guys and our men and women who are getting out of the military have a lot to offer our society, and we need to give them that opportunity and treat them uh, with respect and make sure that we have, we have a true understanding of what they bring to the table. Absolutely, mm, Dave. We're going to go to commercial break now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. We're visiting with Dave Anderson of Anderson Leadership Solutions. Uh, Rob, uh, I cut you off there. Sorry about that. <laughs> that was just going to lead into the commercial, <laughs> and that's where we're headed right now. We are with David Anderson from Anderson Leadership Solutions, and we'll be right back on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Hey, kids. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, 
Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we're visiting today with Dave Anderson, and he owns a company called Anderson Leadership Solutions. And the reason I brought him on, Rob, was because I wanted to share with the military family different opportunities uh, for second careers and and some of the mindset that goes beyond it. And and it was interesting because I just got on uh, LinkedIn when when mm-hmm. Dave was talking about uh, LinkedIn. And there's a uh, seat lift command that uh, patched in saying, well, how do I talk about myself without sounding like I'm bragging and boasting? And I'm going to throw that one right over to Dave because he's got experience in it. He's got a company that backs him up with this stuff. How do you present yourself? You know, Dave, when you're in the military, there's a certain protocol. There's a certain way of addressing each other. It's very, very clear. You know, I think it eases social situations. But then you go into the civilian world and you might be in a job interview or at a uh, an event that's, and I just hate to say it this way, but I'm going to say it, full of civilians that well, aren't going to respond to the way you used to communicate. So how do you tell your story? How do you talk about yourself, you know, that in a way that's going to resonate with your new culture? Well, I think the first thing that uh, we learned very quickly is that most people don't understand all the acronyms. So we got to get rid of the acronyms and I think and the military jargon and trust me every company out there has its own jargon as well. So I train people on interviewing at time and work with people who are preparing for promotion uh, promotions and going into promotional interviews and what I talk to them about is you know talk to talk to somebody like you're talking to your mom. Okay, if you're going to try to explain your job to your mom, how would you do that? Somebody who's an ordinance professional, or somebody who's wor- working working in uh, the Signal Corps, or somebody who's who's working out, uh, you know, on on subs, they would not explain their job to their mom in the way that they would explain it to a colleague. So, one way to do that is to talk about it just like you would to your mother, and it sounds pretty pretty. Uh, infantile, but it really helped makes, made me think about how am I going to talk to people who really have no clue about what, I'm, what I do for a living. And that, that's one thing. I, I think you know, the, the question about how to talk about yourself without sounding like you're bragging, um, I, I, I really like that question because, first of all, it shows a level of humility. And uh, that is sorely lacking in leaders these days. And I think I believe in the military. Yeah, we've got the guys who come out of there with the big heads, but we also have a lot of people who served and they did their duty, and they don't need a lot of fanfare and they don't need the spotlight shined on themselves. But when you're in an interview process, you need to let people know what you did, the good stuff that you did, and do your best to eliminate adjectives. And what I tell people is, you know, just just state the facts. This is what I accomplished. These are the things that I did. These are the tasks that I had in front of me, and this this is the situation I had in front of me. The tasks that I uh, uh, that I had to do, the actions I took, and the results of those actions. You don't have to sit there and say, "And that was better than anybody else in my platoon, in my squad, or whatever." Or I had the highest of this. You know, you, you can just you can be just matter of fact about these are my accomplishments. Period. Now. Some of your accomplishments may be that your uh, your officer efficiency report said that you were the top uh, the top and rank person of your rank in your battalion or uh, in in your in your group, and that's okay to state that. That's a fact. That is not that is not you know 
tuning your own horn. That is a fact. And I think it, that's fair game to say in an interview. But I like the humility aspect of that question. But I do believe the, those of us, or I don't think I'm that humble. So let me say those of you out there who are very <laughs> humble uh, and, 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 and might struggle with bragging about yourself, state the facts. The facts are the facts. You've got great accomplishments. Tell people about them. You don't have to dress them up with a lot of ad- flowery adjectives. Just tell them what you did and and make sure that they understand your job the way you would explain it to your mom. And I think, too, that there are a lot of opportunities to indicate I was able to do this because my team was was together on this or my team was able to accomplish this. And that only indicates even more what a superior leader this person is by having brought this team to accomplish whatever the situation is. Yeah, it's the whole idea of using we a lot more than I in those situations. And Mm -hmm. uh, what pronouns do you use is always an important part of that. You know, I think that the people coming out of the military, the men and women coming out of the military, have really three things, three traits that they bring uh, to the forefront that – you won't necessarily see in people who didn't have the military experience. First of all is the leadership, and that is unique. I, as I said in the earlier segment, it doesn't matter where you, what, what rank you were, what grade you were. You were expected to lead wherever you were, and that is, a, that is very unique. You could have a 26-year-old E5 who ran, for no, other, no better example, he used to have to run a rifle range. Now, I talk to these guys, and they don't believe that they have any experience that shows that they're a leader, except for maybe they, they led a squad for a while and things. And, I, and so what are all the logistics that go into running a rifle range? All the coordination that you have to do, all the things and the safety aspect and everything that you have to do in running that rifle range, it's a huge responsibility. Most people their age would never have had that opportunity to lead and that type of responsibility. Uh, the second thing I talk about is the whole idea of accountability, and in the military we call it duty. I mean, we have a sense of duty in the military, and in the civilian world, you might want to use the word accountability because that's what they that's what they hear. And you know, I just wrote a blog here recently on my website. I'll spell it out for you so everybody can hear it. I speak fast sometimes. It's A L S, as in Anderson Leadership Solutions. Lead L E A D dot com. Anderson Leadership Solutions. Lead dot com. And so I wrote it about the whole concept of duty and that that is a missing concept sometimes in the in the civilian world and how precious a concept that is in the military world and how military veterans can bring that into the wherever they show up uh, and work in the civilian world. And the last thing I'd say about our military uh, men and women coming, adaptability, the, the ability to adapt. Everybody knows the old saying, that you know, a plan is only as good as when the uh, only works right up to the point the first shot is fired, and then you have to be able to adapt from the plan. And the that is one of those mis, uh, misperceptions that a lot of people have. That military people, for whatever reason, they think that we don't have that outside the box thinking, and I, I laugh at that. That's all we do is think outside the box because nothing ever goes as planned, and that's a selling point. That is a selling point all of us need to be hitting hitting on when we talk to people who don't have the military experience. 
Well, I think that's really mm. important that you talk about that, Dave, because we've talked a lot about the adaptability of the resource or the um, the adaptability, the ability to change, the resourcefulness, the mm. the um, you know idea of what a military family goes through with having to adapt to different cultures, different time zones, different foods, different everything, and you know to navigate all these things, whether you're a military mom or then you look at what goes out on you know in the field or in in the different forums you just go okay I'm a problem solver first and foremost because I have to do this every single day of my life but but I don't think most people recognize that as being one of the wonderful attributes of a prior service man or woman or the military family it's it's huge it really the longer I've been in been in outside of the military, the more I realize what a precious uh, value system, what a precious skill that is. It's developed by everybody associated with the military uh, by necessity. If you don't have it in you, they're going to make sure you have it by the time you're gone because you have to be able to adapt. And that is uh, that was probably when I did that survey, uh, whether I did it on that on my Twitter uh, account. It, at Dave Anderson 88, or I did it through Facebook as well. I got Anderson Leadership Solutions on Facebook as well. I asked that question, and that was probably one of the biggest things. Other than the autocratic, the belief in, that the military was autocratic leadership, the second thing was that military people were not adaptable. And it just kind of blew my mind. But the more I asked that question, the more I realized that is something that people without military experience don't understand about uh, people with that with, uh who are coming from our military, and we have to let them know by telling stories. Uh, and I'd say that's the that's the other thing I would I would say that we need to be able to tell stories to explain our experiences. And uh, you know, to have that, for instance, one time when I was out in the desert, this happened, and I had to ad- I had to adapt this way. For instance, one time when I was when I was on. Uh, when I was on the aircraft carrier and and this broke and I had to adapt this way and I had to get these people involved. Those type of stories to translate important values for the people we're interviewing with or we're talking to about our experiences are huge. So I would tell everybody out there, start paying attention, start thinking about what are my stories that show that I am adaptable, that I have, am accountable or have that sense of duty, that I am a leader. What stories do I have that I can translate to the civilian world when I speak to these people when it's time for me to move on and, uh, and go out there into the civilian world? Dave, we've only got a couple of minutes before our next break. I wondered how, off, how quickly after someone severs from the military do they come to you? Do you find that they already have a direction that they are wanting mm-hmm. to get to? Or do you find a majority are just saying, I'm not sure what to do? Yeah, the interesting thing is, I, I would say what I get is uh, the really wise ones, I, not wise because they come to me, but wise because they're thinking ahead, uh, are asking mm-hmm. bef- before they're before they leave. They're, they're saying, "Okay, I'm I'm ETSing here in uh, uh, I'm in about uh, six months." I need to really start thinking through what's next for me. Who can I talk to? And uh, I'm I'm one resource. Obviously, every base has a resource like that. But I'm one resource right. uh, that can help. Uh, That's and super. Then you have the diff- then you have the people who come. They're in their first job out of the military, and they're like, "I've made a big mistake." So what I'd say is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get We're- get perspective early. 
That's a great suggestion. And we, we um, are talking today with David Anderson. Um, he says developing leaders transcends business. Leadership impacts our family relationships, spiritual involvement, work involvement, and communities. No other business focuses on training impacts uh, as, as leadership development does. We're going to find out more and maybe more on where to go, not necessarily how to go, but maybe places to go. Mm-hmm. When we come back with David Anderson right here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for Bee Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be By Design, How I Be Is Up To Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction Hour. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are visiting with Dave Anderson of Anderson Leadership Solutions today. And for those of you that missed the first three quarters of the show, I welcome you to check us out on iTunes. We have over 220 hours of military family-friendly content free for the download. You can also find us on MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. You can check us out on Toginet, our host station out of Texas, uh, T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. I'm not sure 
sure where you're listening from today, but uh, check them out because we've got a wonderful uh, group of military shows that teach us everything from deployment techniques to uh, best meals. Uh, what do we have? Psychological practices. We've got PTSD, <laughs> trauma awareness. You name it. I think we've covered it in the almost five years we've been on the air. Five years and counting. <laughs> and counting, right. We haven't been fired yet, so you can keep listening to us every week uh, live if you want to listen to us Mondays at 2 o'clock. Um, Rob, you know, our station is located in Texas, and Dave Anderson is located in Texas, and I've been very public over the years about my dislike of California and my desire to move probably to <laughs> Texas. <laughs> so, Dave, you might find me as your neighbor uh, sooner rather than later. I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, but I will say that a lot of people when they choose to uh, leave their military career and they're not sure where to land, Mm -hmm. Texas seems to come up more often than not. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're here representing the great state of Texas. So what's so great about Texas being a prior military? What's so great about moving there? Well, let me, a quick disclaimer first for any of the people I grew up with in New York. I am still a Yankees fan. Okay, so I just need to right say now. that right up front. Uh, but I got stationed in, at, down at Fort Hood uh, in Colleen, Texas, and I met my wife there. And when you marry a Texas girl, you're going to end up living in Texas. It's pretty much the law down here. So that's how I got here. Uh, why do I stay and why do I think it's a great place for uh, veterans to come and explore their options? Well, there's a lot of reasons, and I am biased. I'll say that up front. I'm part of a, I'm on a board uh, for the East Texas Veterans Alliance, and we are actively engaged in trying to attract veterans to the East Texas portion of Texas. But I'll brag on Texas as a whole as well. Uh, some people may not know that there's more Fortune 50 companies in the state of Texas than any other state in the nation, more than California, more than New York. Uh, and there's more and more moving to Texas all the time because, it, uh, one, there's no state income tax here, and so everybody likes to have a little bit more in their paycheck month to month. And uh, you also have uh, a very business-friendly environment that uh, Texas is ranked just ranked here in the last – Two weeks, I think it was. It came out that Texas is ranked by Fortune 500 CEOs as the most business-friendly environment uh, in the nation. And that, so when you're attracting strong businesses to your state, then they're going to need great workers and great people to be part of those businesses. And I can't think of a better group than veterans to come take advantage of that. Uh, I would also. It is across the country. Oh, I was just going to say, across the country, there are so many industries that are having some difficulties, um, and I think Texas still is seeing growth in a lot of industries. If you see, you saw the uh, during the during the years of the, uh, you know, 09, uh, 2010, 11, when everybody was talking about unemployment, the unemployment rate in Texas was lower, uh, and there was a, there's a lot of reasons for that. But Texas is a very diverse industry uh, base, and you you have high tech, you have low tech, you got service industries, you got oil and gas, you've got all these, you have an incredible uh, medical. Uh, set of medical facilities here in the state of Texas. Out here in East Texas, uh, you have all those things. You, you have manufacturing, you have uh, medical, you've got schools here, in, more colleges here in Texas than, uh, that are veteran-friendly. Uh, 
here in just in Tyler, where I live, we have Tyler Junior College is one of the top junior colleges in the entire country. Where people come to use their GI Bill. You also have University of Texas Tyler, which is the the fastest growing satellite campus for University of Texas, which is based out of Austin. And that type of environment. And by the way. I know there are a lot of veterans out there that like to fish and hunt, and out here in East Texas, we got tall trees, big lakes, and lots of hunting land. So come on out and join us, not just for the business, but for the outdoors life, too. I've got my for sale sign on the house right now. <laughs> well, I was in sales for a while, so I'll just tell you that. that uh, it, it, it comes naturally to me to speak that way. I mean it, though. Uh, I love this state. I love being here, and uh, there are so many – there are so many bases here, whether or not you're Air Force based or uh, or Army, and uh, and and we even have some na- naval air stations and things around. And uh, that when you want to be go back and you want to you want to shop you want to shop at the PX or at the BX, and you want to and you want to be close to the military healthcare and things. There's there's lots of options for you here, and that that's always nice as well. Dave, you are so engaging and just so um, inspiring. I'm sure so many people want to get in touch with you. Mm. Do we have to live in Texas to communicate with you and and, uh, avail ourselves of your services? No, absolutely not. I, I... I do live in Texas, but I do work with people all over the all over the country, and uh, you can always contact me via my website again, which is www.alslead.com. That's Anderson Leadership Solutions lead l-e-a-d dot com uh you can contact me through there you can also just type in info at a-l-s lead dot com to and the email will come directly to me and uh if you want to talk about coaching or or preparing for your the next challenges in your life the, the civilian world and what what's out there for you i'll be happy to talk to anybody about that uh like i said uh i love veterans i I'm the son of an Army general. I'm a veteran myself. I have friends of mine who are themselves just became generals, which just make me feel really old right now. Uh, <laughs> and guys I served with, that, uh, and I'm proud to say that uh, I, I can call them friends because of all that they've done over the last decade for this country uh, over there in Iraq and Afghanistan. And uh, this, is, this is my life. I love developing leaders. I love helping veterans and uh, just get in touch with me. You can, again, contact me through Twitter, too, at Dave Anderson, uh, 88 is my Twitter handle. And, uh, and I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. Hmm. Do you find that you uh, are invited more and more by corporations to come and speak to than even just one-on-one coaching with people? That's probably the majority of what I do. I work with corporations uh, on on uh, at with the majority of the time. I do work with individuals, but a lot mm-hmm. of again those corporations they have an idea about the leadership, and they they all want the same thing, which is what we understand to be good leadership for the military. They just don't know how to get there. And I'm I'm one of those guys who goes out there and, and hopefully shows them this is how you get there. This is how you build a culture of leadership within your co- within your company. I spend a lot of time talking about culture and the character of an individual. I'm, you know, I, I really focus on a few things. I focus on character, I talk, focus on leadership, I focus on courage, and I focus on accountability, a.k.a. duty. And 
those are things that seem to ring home. And everybody out there right now who – I know this is military moms, but you, you've all been – you're part of the military too, and you all know that that's part of the culture of the military. And so some of you are nodding your head saying, yeah, that's what the military is all about. That's what these corporations want. They're just not quite sure how to get there, and I'm fortunate enough to have been, built a business out of helping people, people and organizations get there. Well, and Dave, uh, you know, I think it's interesting that, that, you know, veterans can help veterans. I know there's funding available, um, you know, for veterans starting their own businesses. Mm -hmm. You've done it. You've started your own business Mm -hmm. and you've made a career out of it. What's your best piece of advice that you can give someone who's thinking of starting their own company, their own, maybe it's a leadership company like yours. Uh, Mm -hmm. What's your best piece of advice for them? Boy, it sounds it sounds overdone, but uh, people have said it for years, probably because it's true. Uh, what are you passionate about? What can you see yourself doing for the rest of your life? If you're going to just do it just to make money, then you're going to burn out just like you would in any other job. Uh, if you do what you're passionate about and you follow it, you'll never work a day in your life. You'll just be going out and having fun. Now, your hours, I work harder now for myself than I ever did for corporate America. Uh, and I love every minute of it. And I know that what I'm doing out there makes a difference. And so follow your, follow your passion and, you know, don't just sit there. I always say, you know, a, a goal is a dream with a deadline. Okay, a lot of people have these dreams, but they never put a deadline on them. So then they just stay out there as dreams. Turn it into a goal and put a deadline on it. I'm going to start a business by. I'm going to start my own business by this date. I'm going to do this by this date. I had friends of mine who spent you know three, four, ten years dragging their feet, even making the decision whether or not they were going to stay in the military or get out. And you know, set a deadline. And know that, okay, I'm going to put a deadline on this thing, and that dream will become a goal. And all of a sudden when you have a goal, then all of a sudden everything becomes much more realistic. And you start saying, okay, how do I achieve this goal? It's no longer a dream anymore. Uh, So I would just say put a deadline on your dream and turn it into a goal and uh, work in your area that you're passionate about. And you're going to have a ball doing it because I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. And there again, it's the inspiration. I think sometimes you just need to see a model. You need to see, okay, I know someone else has done this. I really need to do this. I really need to focus. And sometimes that's the kick in the pants that you need. You just need somebody that's going to be their coach. Someone's going to be the mentor and someone's just going to get you going to where you have it in you. You just don't know where it is in you. Well, I can tell you, here, here's what I would say. If somebody calls me, don't expect me to t- tell them the things that they want to hear. Uh, I, <laughs> I will do what I will say what I think you need to hear. I will try to do it in a way that doesn't tick anybody off too badly. I, I truly, I'm going to, I'm going to work as hard as somebody's success, harder than, well, let me say it this way. There's not, you're not going to find somebody who's going to work harder at your success than I am, yeah. right up to the point yeah. when I figure out I am working harder at it than you are. And when I'm working harder at it than somebody else, then, I, then I'm ready to, to end that relationship. But if somebody wants to get better, if somebody wants to excel, if somebody wants to do something great, then, then I'm going to be right beside them to do, to do that. Uh, so contact me if, Dave- that's, if you're interested in that. 
We are so anxious for everybody to be in touch with you. David Anderson of Anderson, um, I'm sorry. Anderson <laughs> Leadership Solutions. Anderson Leadership Solutions. We want you to find it at ALSLead.com. David, it's been a pleasure to meet you. We're so glad you were with us. Hey, this definitely was more fun than a sale at the BX. I'll tell you that. So. <laughs> Tune in next week, everyone. We've got Sharon Silver coming from uh, Proactive Parenting, uh, an author and a wonderful gal that's going to help us with a lot of parenting issues. Take care.